All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation This episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get some delicious coffee, taste the Kona difference, head over to HawaiianIsles.com and Amazon. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by the great coach, Joe Sarvati. Coach, how are you doing, sir? Yo, Adrian, how are you, man? I don't know about the great part, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm doing well, man. It's always good. Mondays are always fun because I know I get to do the box score breakdown with my man AB, so I'm loving it. And we have got a 
big slate of games here. Coach, I, I don't even want to waste any time, man. I think we should just dive right into it so we keep this show at a reasonable uh, minute mark, or I should say hour mark, because I guarantee yeah. that we're going to go over the, the hour mark on this one. Are you ready to dive into I am this? ready, man, no doubt. All right, let's start with what I think was the first game of the night, the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the New York Knicks. Um, this one was kind of a surprise. The Knicks getting the victory 123-105. to I'm going to take a look at the Cleveland side of this game first. Going to start with a, a rookie that played really good, Kevin Porter. 18 points, a steal, two assists, four rebounds. Um, three of six from downtown, six of 11 from the field, three of eight from the line. You know, the Cavs have some um, ha- have some injuries right now with Kevin Love out, Larry Nance out. Kevin Porter could be worth a little short-term uh, play here. So yeah. uh, it's a pretty nice game for him. Uh, Darius Garland, 10 points, two assists, two rebounds, two threes on four and nine shooting. You know, he really hasn't had that blow up game yet, coach. Maybe, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not going to happen till the second half of the season. Maybe it doesn't happen at all. I don't know. He's been a little underwhelming, but um, I still love him for dynasty leagues and even maybe for the second half of the season colin sexton has been pretty good um scoring the ball uh you know only shot five of 13 tonight for 14 points one assist three rebounds one three uh but he's been pretty good especially on the points side tristan thompson this you know this one was a little disappointing coach i thought tristan thompson was gonna feast with no love no nance uh i i thought he'd be a real popular dfs play too tonight but uh only nine points um only took six shots in this game so crazy uh, yeah a little surprising two assists five boards on three of six shooting for him. Seti Osman, man, this guy has just been, I've just seen him on the wire in like almost every single one of my leagues. It just, just, just not happened for him. Only five points off the bench. They got a nice game from McKinney, four points, six boards, three threes. Jordan Clarkson's a guy you could probably count on who comes off the bench, 13 points, four assists for him. Um, three threes as well for uh, Clarkson, so it's a, a pretty good game from him. Other than that, I don't really trust anyone. Brandon Knight had 12 points, but in just 12 minutes, uh, you know, most nights he's not going to do that. Coach, right. what do you think of the Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, I, yeah, I think they're terrible. I think they're they are just in such a rebuild mode. It's not even funny, and they've got a bunch of guards with potential you know, with Porter and Garland and Sexton and, and some of those guys. So, I mean, you know, it's it's going to be a long year for them. But, uh, you know, I think they just need to get rid of Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson if they can and try to get draft picks and young guys and just completely start over. Because, you know, from a fantasy standpoint, year-long league-wise and even on – in the DFS side, they're just an awful team up and down. You can't count on any of these guys on a given night, really. Such a bummer, man. Such a fantasy wasteland. Coach, I hate teams like that. They're, that yeah. There's just like not much you could turn to from – for fantasy. No. I mean, who is their best guy? And like, what is his ranking? I mean, 
is their best guy like I mean, I guess Kevin Love when he's healthy. Well, Kevin Love is still decent. It's just that he misses a lot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but after that, you know. (laughs) know, It's very ugly. It's bad. It's bad. All right. Let's jump over to the New York Knicks side of this game. Uh, Nice to see Julius Randle come alive. He's been pretty disappointing. Um, And, you know, coming into the year, he was the guy I thought most likely out of on this whole roster who would – uh, really be a good fantasy uh, fantasy asset. So nice to see him have a good game. 30 points, two steals, one block, four assists, seven rebounds, three threes on an, a very efficient 12 of 17 shooting from the field, three of five yeah. from the line. Another guy who's been off and on but has had some good games as well is um, Marcus Morris, 23 points, two blocks, a steal, and assists, six rebounds, one three. How's this? 12 of 13 from the line for Morris. That's yeah. that's pretty nice. 5 of 13 from the field. Um, you know, Neil Aquina did not have a great game. 6.6 assists, but I'm still encouraged that he's starting and, you know, he got 29 minutes. I think he's going to be better than this on most nights. And I think in some deeper leagues, like 12 teams or deeper, he's definitely worth a roster spot. Um, RJ Barrett with 15 points. Love the defensive stats from RJ. Two steals, two blocks, one assist, two rebounds. Shot five of 13, one three tonight, four of five from the line. You know, other than that, I really wanted to see Mitchell Robinson see what he would do uh definitely looks like had some foul trouble here 5,000 just 17 minutes yeah so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh but I'm really hoping we see him emerge um soon as a reliable fantasy asset I know he's drafted really high in a lot of leagues and then coach you know we talked about how ugly the Cavs are Knicks another one of these teams that's kind of ugly what do you think of them coach yeah, they're a dumpster fire. I mean, everybody sort of knew it going in, and that, you know now there's rumors of Fizdale getting fired. Although you know they won this game, so I guess he lives to to coach another day. But you know they're 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 an awful team fantasy wise too. I mean they really are. Julius Randle certainly is, you know, is worth uh, you know worth some value in in both you know, year long and DFS. I, I knew tonight he'd have a big night because they they started Porter and moved uh Jetty Osmond to the four. So when Jetty Osmond trying to guard Julius Randle, not that isn't gonna work <laughs> out too well for you. So but uh yeah after that I mean you know Morris will throw some good games in there but he also throws duds in there. Plus they just you know we knew we talked about it in the preseason. They signed six power forwards it made no sense and so they're all sort of you know chopping on each other here Knox if you look at tonight's box score you've got everybody with like 20 minutes and how you know you just can't really get any dependable fantasy guys you know with Portis Knox Mitchell Robinson Bear Randall Morris all these guys that play the three four five kind of positions all getting you know 18 19 16 minutes just it spells dfs disaster and they are not a team uh you know you want to count on at all either i'm really happy that i i going into draft day and all my drafts i avoided Knicks, and I'm pretty happy Mm -hmm. that I had that mindset. Okay, let's keep rolling here. Game two of 
the evening. The Indiana Pacers and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the Pacers getting the victory 115 to 86. Let's jump in on the Indiana side first. I'm going to start with TJ Warren, who feels like he's a pretty safe guy, uh, especially to get some scoring out on the wing here. 19 points to steal and assist, six boards, one three. He was 6 of 17 from the field, 6 of 7 from the line. The Holiday Brothers uh, yeah. having a nice game together. This is kind of cool. That. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start with Aaron Holiday first. Um, 24 points, 13 assists, six rebounds. This is an outstanding game. Four of seven from downtown, 10 of 19 from the field. This is a great game. Um, You know, with uh, Brogdon out, uh, you know, I don't think Brogdon's going to miss a lot of time, but maybe still a game or two. I think Aaron Holiday, probably a nice play, at least in the short term. Uh, while Brogdon's out. Justin Holiday, 20 points. We know he can score the ball. 20 points, but two steals, two assists, four rebounds. That's some nice contribution here in, in some of these other stats. Four threes tonight, a perfect four of four from the line. It's a nice game from him. And Coach, he's had a couple of good games. I think last week he had a, a game or two. Might be worth a look in some deep leagues. I think in your standard leagues, you know, I don't know if I trust him, but um, I'm going to keep an eye on him. Um, Miles Turner, nice to see him back, but a little underwhelming here. Nine points, three blocks is nice. Uh, one assist, seven rebounds. Only shot four of 11 from the field, one three. And the guy who's just been dominating this front court is Sabonis. With I did, awesome. Coach, I feel like every night I look at Sabonis, he just is like automatic for a double-double every night. 16 points. A big double-double. big double-double. Uh, 16 points, 18 rebounds. Flirting with the 20-20 here. And I love that he gave you two blocks, three assists, um, shot seven of 16. He's having a, a pretty good year. I think he's locked and loaded, too, for the rest of the season. Um, yeah. You know, not too much to talk about off the bench. I don't really trust this guy. McDermott could get hot every once in a while. Uh, tonight, only seven points in 27 minutes. Not much else here. Coach, what do you think of the Pacers? Well, I, I would not – recommend anybody going out and grabbing Justin Holiday because he's going to be strictly a 12, 13, 15 minutes off the bench kind of guy very soon because Malcolm Brogdon will be back probably in the next game from what I read, which which means it'll bump Aaron Holiday over to the two because mm. Jeremy Lamb is still out for a couple more games. But then when Lamb comes back, then you've really got a, a log jam because you've got Brogdon and Lamb with Aaron Holiday now trying to just get minutes off the bench, which really stinks because, you know, for the owners that have him, he can play, but he's not going to continue to get 30 minutes a game. And that's just going to shuffle everybody else like Justin Holiday down the chart. So, you know, I wouldn't overreact to some of these uh, because it, a lot of it has to do with injuries. You know, what I will say, though, is, in my opinion, you know, now that Miles Turner's back, if you can pedal him, I'd pedal him. I just don't think Miles Turner is worth anywhere near what where people drafted him. And I think if you can still, you know, float him out there and get something good for him, I would move him. Because Sabonis, even though they're playing next to each other in the 4-5, 
you know, you just, I've watched multiple games now, and Sabonis just owns the glass. Mm-hmm. You know, Turner doesn't even try to get in his way anymore. It's like, you know, the ball goes up, they're both right around it. It's just like Sabonis is going to go for it. And he's just playing so, with such more confidence and so much better. I think he's your guy to, you know, that you got to focus on. So if you've got him, you got to be loving it. You know, we talked about it. We both were supporters of his, you know, moving to the four and being a stud this year where everybody else said it was going to be a disaster, but he's, he's doing great. So, mm-hmm. you know, and TJ Warren's consistent. If you got him, you know, I've got him in one league and he's just a nice steady ball player and has some big games and, when he doesn't have a big game, he's usually still, you know, at least contributing. So, you know, they're not a bad squad when they have everybody healthy and when they get back Oladipo, mm-hmm. good lord, they're good. really going to be tough then. Good call. And then what does that do to those guys we were just talking about? Talking about shuffling down the the chart. I mean, Aaron Holiday might find himself in a position where he's not hardly getting any minutes when you got Lamb and Oladipo. And Brogdon in there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with that. I mean, it just when when Victor Aladipo comes back to full strength and Brogdon was playing amazing. Oh, I mean, fantastic. Coach, he was he was like flirting with first round value before he got oh, yeah. hurt. He was spectacular. So I agree with you. It just pushes Aaron Holiday out. Jeremy Lamb's gonna take a big hit. Thank you for mentioning Jeremy Lamb too, by the way. I forgot to mention him um at the beginning of, of that. because uh, definitely a lot of these guys who went off tonight are seeing a boost, not just because Brogdon is out, but also because Lamb. Coach, I love your take on Sabonis. You know, I got turned off of Miles Turner um coming in the draft because when when we found out in the offseason that Sabonis was slated to start next to Turner, I was kind of scared that Sabonis is very aggressive, especially right. on the boards. Um, as you kind of mentioned, Turner's a little hesitant. He's he mm-hmm. he kind of defers, and Sabonis is like, okay, you know, I, I'll I'll take this. And so right. we're we're definitely seeing it tonight as a prime example of a Sabonis stepping up, Miles Turner kind of taking a back seat. Yeah, watch out for Indiana, though. When they get healthy, they're in the east there. They're going to be scrappy when it comes to playoff time. That's for sure. Yes. Okay, let's jump over on the Brooklyn side of this game. You know, with Kyrie Irving out, with Karis LeVert on the shelf for a while longer, quite a while longer, Spencer Dinwiddie is your guy that, uh, man, 28 points, 8 assists, a steal, a block, 5 rebounds, 4 threes. You know, the shooting was 9-21, but um, I think you'll be very happy with this line if you played um, Dinwiddie tonight. 6-7 from the line as well so pretty good game coach a little surprising though nobody else really stepped up in this one you know temple had an okay line not really scoring i mean like 10 points is nice but did also contribute with two blocks three assists six rebounds this is a guy that could give you some low-end lines with all the injuries a guy in you know in standard leagues probably a guy you don't want to pick up but coach i'm in some 14 team leagues where like we're with deep rosters where at the right. end of your roster you're playing guys that are like barely starting so oh, a guy like a guy like temple could be very helpful in a league like that um joe harris you know i was i still like joe harris this season but nights like tonight um you know only seven points two rebounds um i 
I'm expecting more from Joe Harris, especially with um, the all of the injuries here. So hopefully he steps up. Tyrion Prince, um, only seven points as well, one assist, four rebounds. Um, Jared Allen with ten with a double double, ten points, twelve rebounds, one one block for uh, for him. So um, you know, just okay lines from all these other guys off the bench. No one I really trust. DeAndre Jordan, I would much rather have Jared Allen. I don't trust Shumpert. A guy that I think is interesting is Claxton, but it we, I don't know if he's going to get the minutes to really be relevant. And tonight in 15 minutes, only had one point and only took one shot. So I don't think yeah. I don't think he's a he's a guy you could just watch in very deep leagues. But um, coach, what do you think of the Nets? Yeah, I, well, this was just a throwaway game for them. They were terrible. They they sort of got their doors blown in early on, and you know, without Kyrie out there, you know, they're that's spells disaster for them. And then you know, losing Levert as well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to have some games like this. There's no question this year. Uh, but you know, when they get Kyrie, when Kyrie's playing at the level he's been playing, they're they're at least competitive. But, you know, I think we'll see a lot of this. They're not going to be – a lot of these guys you're not really going to be able to depend on. You know, for for big leagues like I'm in a 20-man league as well, you know, guys like Prince and, and Harris, those guys are very important in leagues like that. But in the smaller, you know, leagues, if you're in a 10-teamer or something, they're just – you know – there's not a lot of confidence in the, in some of these Brooklyn guys right now. And I think that may be the pattern. It's, it's all about next year for them. I mean, if they can get Levert healthy and get Durant ready for next year and have all these younger guys with some experience and Kyrie leading the show, you know, next year we're going to have a, a hundred percent different discussion than we are now about Brooklyn. That's for sure. Yeah, Brooklyn could be really good next season. I'm I am really excited to see uh, them fully healthy because yeah, they could yeah. be a great team. Good call. Okay, let's go to the next game: the Charlotte Hornets and the Toronto Raptors. This one was a blowout. The Raptors getting the big victory, one thirty-two to ninety-six. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at the Charlotte Hornets side first. Uh, you know, Coach, I drafted Miles Bridges in like every single league and been really disappointed. In fact, in my Roto League that has a games cap, I moved him to my bench because he had a goose wow. egg the other night. Now, tonight had actually – I'm really regretting that I didn't play him tonight in that league because had a pretty decent game. 13 points on 5 of 10 shooting, gave you a steal and a block – Two assists, five rebounds. This is more like it. He even gave you two threes. So um, let's hope that he can start. Let's hope he can come around because um, he's been pretty disappointing. Uh, very, very disappointing. Oh, Terry, yeah. you know, speaking of disappointment, Terry Rozier. A lot of guys expected yeah. him to just, just, just because they expected high volume. And so you know, to see ten points tonight, three assists, three rebounds, it just feels really underwhelming from. Uh, you know, a lot of people thought he was being held back in Boston, yeah. and now that he was let loose, freed up in Charlotte, people were expecting him to go wild. So this is a little disappointing to see lines like this. But um, you know, that, that's how that's been the norm for him. Yeah, he and really you know, hasn't been good. Kind of similar to the last game we were talking about. 
uh, Hornets also getting their doors blown off here. Uh, and so, yeah. you know, maybe it was just a rough night for a lot of these Hornets altogether. For example, Graham, who's been outstanding, only 11 points, six assists, one steal, two rebounds. This guy, I think so far has been like the waiver wire grab of the season so far. Oh, no uh, doubt. He's been spectacular. And, uh, and coach, what a great find for this team just in general from a great. reality standpoint, right? I mean, unbelievable that you lose Kemba and you just find this um, this guy who looks like he's just going to be a solid point guard for for years to come. Yeah. So pretty nice. PJ Washington's a little disappointing here. Uh, definitely looks like he, he ran into some foul trouble. 5,000, just 17 minutes, had five points, not much else. Cody Zeller, who's had some nice games um, just recently, only eight points. Um, so, you know, again, a lot of it's, it's, I guess, don't look too heavy. Just kind of take this game with a grain of salt because of the blowout factor. Um, you know, on the bench, Batum looked good in the last one, coming back from injury. Only three points. Did have four assists, six rebounds. So keep an eye on on Batum. He's available in a lot of leagues. Marvin Williams, man. Um, it's nice to see him. Uh, play well in this one 14 points one assist four rebounds i don't think we're really trusting marv in in um regular leagues uh monk has had some nice games this past week he only had seven points so um a rough one you know uh biombo 13 points with two blocks two rebounds uh you know i don't think we will trust him night from night but he's prone to have some nights where he'll go off for a double double with some high blocks coach uh what do you think of the hornets I'll tell you what, we have started off with some really garbage teams, <laughs> I'll tell you. I don't know who's between Cleveland and the uh, and uh, the Knicks and Charlotte, and I mean, there are just so many teams that are so bad, but uh, I don't, you know, they're, they're awful. I don't, I don't want to roster any of these guys except for the guy that is the best player on this team, and it's Devontae Graham, hands down. Mm-hmm. Devontae Graham is the best player on this entire team. And what's amazing is all of, a, all of us brilliant minds of NBA following everything, and, and the dude goes undrafted in, <laughs> in most of these leagues. And he ends up 10 games into a season being the best player on a team. It's just it's mind-boggling that a guy like that could slip through the cracks and, and uh, not even be considered – and and drafted and here he's the best guy on an NBA team nuts it is spectacular and one of the reasons why this game is so fun man like that there's these diamonds you never know there are these diamonds in the rough like that and when you find them it's just oh man it's great stuff all right let's jump over on the Toronto side you know coach you said it we've been talking about some bad teams Raptors one of the most pleasant surprises for this season. Um, you know, a lot of people expected them to really fall off when Kawhi left, Danny Green's gone. They've looked really good. They've played, yeah. they've beat up on some really good teams. Um, Siakam is just, what a stud this guy is. I think, um, you know, he was most improved player last year, and if I feel like he's getting even better. I mean, this is a guy that we're going to be drafting maybe at the end of the first round or the second half of the first round next year. 20 points to steal a block, five assists with eight boards, 
three threes tonight. Shot seven of 14, a perfect 3-3 from the line. Van Vliet, the shooting wasn't there tonight. Three of 12 for 11 points, but still gave you four steals, eight assists, four rebounds, three of four from the line with two threes. So I don't think you're complaining too yeah. much. I've got Van Vliet in a couple leagues, and I've been awesome. uh, oh, I've been pretty happy about it. You know, Marcus Gasol has just really fallen off this Ooh. season. I think we've really seen the decline yep. of Gasol, and um, you know, has had a spectacular career. One of the one, just a great center, but. Um, I think his time is passing five, uh, five points with nine, Hey, nine assists is nice, but with eight rebounds, one block, he only took four shots in 29 minutes minutes. So, you know, the usage real low, a guy who's been a really great surprise this year, OG and 24 yeah. points, two steals, two assists, five rebounds, four threes on 10 of 13 shooting. Hello. Yeah. This, you know, this guy even went in the, third quarter he went to the or had an eye issue but returned to the game no problems keep him locked and loaded he's been great i picked up norman powell in a bunch of leagues and i'm feeling i'm i'm feeling pretty good about it 17 points here tonight two steals six assists two threes on seven to 15 shooting the assists are kind of a surprise um and you know had a 26 point night the other day so Mm -hmm. um I think he's going to be a pretty good stream while Lowry is out. Keep him locked and loaded. Um, a guy who's been a, another pleasant surprise for them, Terrence Davis, in tw- in just 21 minutes, had 16 points, seven assists, one steal. You know, Coach, they've got like a bunch of these athletic wing two-way type players like Ananobi, yeah. Terrence Davis. Um, pretty nice. Pretty, pretty nice. Um Hollis Jefferson, I should probably throw into that group as well. 15 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. You know, this team, reality-wise, this is a pretty good team. Um, One more guy I want to mention, and it's Chris uh, Boucher. Chris Boucher. And 11 points, 11 rebounds. I know he's gotten a lot of hype. There's a lot of excitement. But, um, you know, did a lot of his work tonight in garbage time because of the blowout. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried, Coach, on most nights. it just It's just the minutes. If this guy was getting starter-type minutes or even minutes in the low 20s, I think he would be a, a real solid fantasy option. But there's just some nights where he might only play 9 or 10 minutes and could really give you not a lot. So uh, in standard leagues, I wouldn't look at him at all. And, I, Coach, I might even move in move on from him in my 13 team roto league which is my home league so uh, hmm. i don't know coach what are your thoughts on the raptors well i mean you know a couple of things one i didn't think they would be this good to be honest with you with all the the moves that happened but there's a couple things you never question the heart of a champion once once you're the champ and you go out there with that swagger you know teams have a tendency to rise up and and play better and that's what they're doing Plus, Nick Nurse is a hell of a coach. I mean, he proved that last year, winning it with his, you know, his first year with the team, and he's doing a great job again this year. I think Ananobi is right in the running for most improved player in the league. He's in the conversation with a handful of guys. I mean, he was known as as a shutdown defender, and all of a sudden he's throwing all these twenty plus point games in there. So it's great to see him stepping up. Siakam will be in the all-star game. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam is going to be an all-star this year. Um, and then Freddie Van Vliet is Van Vliet is awesome. He's so good. 
I mean, the fact that they lost Lowry and Abaca and haven't missed a beat and just keep winning is, you know, really says a lot for these guys. I think, you know, you're, uh, if you haven't picked up Norman Powell like, like you did, for other people, if he's still out there, grab him because he's been the huge winner in, in Lowry going down. He's getting the big minutes and really contributing well. Um, you know, the other guys, if, if you're in big giant leagues like me with a 20-person 20, 20 league, I've been flirting with with maybe grabbing a Terrence Davis or RHJ because you know they're going to get mid twenties a lot of times and and they they're you know look at Hollis Jefferson like you said tonight even in twenty minutes fifteen points eight rebounds two assists that's those are some good numbers and I wouldn't quite give up on Chris Boucher yet and I, I'll explain to you why because first of all. You've got Marcus All, who I'm with you. I think Marcus All is absolutely done. I mean, God bless him. He's been great for a long time. I think he gave everything he had left in the tank with Spain and FIBA this summer to win it. And I just think he's done. He just looks slow and just done out there. So you that concerns me. They're gonna have to give him some rest days. There's gonna have to be some, you know, shuffling of the Gasol usage. And then Abaka should be back soon, but he's coming back from a fairly, uh, you know, tough leg injury. So that keeps them a little thin in the front line. And even though Boucher is a loose cannon and real young and just sort of real wiry out there, I mean, tonight's a perfect example. How the heck do you get 11 points and 11 rebounds in just 18 minutes? So he has crazy ups and skills so if you can stash them with Gasol and Ibaka you know the questionable status I think uh, that might be a guy that you can use but the rest of these guys man dial them up and Anobi, Siakam, Powell, Van Vliet these guys are all going to be good mainstays in your lineup no doubt. Nice and you know coach I think you just talked me into it I'll 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 keep uh, Boucher on my roster a bit longer and see. I mean, if if Gasol ever went down or if he was moved or whatnot, I mean. They're going to rest yeah. him. There's no doubt. I mean. Definitely. And I would be yeah. heartbroken if if uh, Boucher was going off on somebody else's rof- roster mm, after I yes. grabbed him. So, okay. Don't give up on him yet. <laughs> Let's jump over to the next game. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of blowouts here tonight. The Portland Trailblazers getting blown out by the Rockets, 132-108. to The Rockets getting the victory. I'm going to take a look at the Portland side of this game first. C.J. McCollum has been playing better. He's starting to come around. 25 points, 2 steals, 3 assists, 5 boards, 5 threes on 10 of 19 shooting. Damian yeah. Lillard, this one it was a little disappointing for him. Had his hands full to here tonight with uh, Russell Westbrook. 13 points, 11 assists is nice, 6 rebounds. But the shooting, you know, just not great. 4-15, uh, 1-3, 4 4 from the line. Rodney Hood, who's been scoring the ball pretty decently tonight, was pretty disappointing. Only 2 of 8 for 5 points, 2 steals. Um, Nasir Little's been getting the start, which is a, a little intriguing, except I think when Melo comes in the picture, which could be as soon as the next game, I think Little is going to fall off. I think maybe even Hood is going to take a hit as well. Uh, but 
Little in 29 minutes had 11 points, one steal, two assists, seven rebounds. Whiteside with 11 points, eight boards, two blocks, one steal. Love those defensive stats, two assists on five of nine shooting. Yeah. Another guy who's pretty interesting is Anthony Simons with 10 points, two assists, one rebound. I really like this kid. I think, you know, probably not this season, but maybe two seasons from now or, um, you know, if they ever move on from CJ McCollum, I think that this kid is going to be really good one day. Uh, Baysmore, he was an interesting filler with some of these injuries but again with mellow on the horizon i think he's gonna take a hit um had 11 points five assists four boards lebca actually had a good game here 15 points two is six uh two assists six boards two blocks pretty nice game in just 20 minutes yeah. shot six of seven from the field three or fourth from the line this is a guy who's pretty interesting showed some upside when he was with the kings but um you know unfortunately i just don't think he's gonna get a lot of run on this team um, Hazonia, it's not happening for him. And uh, uh, that's all I got. What do you think of Portland? Yeah, I mean, they're they're playing terrible. I mean, their record is bad. I mean, I don't know I don't if people think Carmelo is just going to come in and plug in the starting lineup and play 30-some minutes and be a stud. I mean, the guy's been out for a long time. He's pretty much older. And, I, you know, I would I'd look at him more as a mid-20s kind of offensive guy you know off the bench or or limited starting minutes but uh i don't know their you know their team is shaky i mean if if obviously lillard Lillard mccullum carried them but after that it's just you know between hood and little lillard and labissiere and and baysmore hazonia all those guys are playing some minutes and just not real you know can't really count on them i I'm excited because I have Simons in my dynasty league, oh, so I'm nice. just waiting on him because I would think in another year he's mm-hmm. he's going to be a starter in this league somewhere, somehow. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're just – they're not a team that interests me, you know, after the Lillard McCollum thing. They'll keep tearing it up. But the other thing you got to start worrying about is if they are going to be this bad and keep losing, I'm, what are they, like five and nine or mm-hmm. four and – it's up that they're not good and you know you wonder if they're going to start you know resting a little bit or mccullum here and there if they're if they're playing that bad just something to keep an eye on down the road but uh you know they're yeah they're they're definitely not good that's for sure and then i, I want to mention on the houston side so i don't forget to mention it when when we jump on that side is i saw uh you know watching the the league passing the houston channel with they did a little special thing in between quarters talking about uh, a little interview with Russell Westbrook and they talked about uh, his offseason and he said he he recognized that his on the ball defense was one of his weaknesses so he spent the entire summer working on his footwork studying film and his determination was to be a really good on the ball defender and if you look at the defensive real plus minus, he's in the top 15 this year. Wow. This is a guy that was a really just average to, you know, slightly below average on the ball defender who's now a pretty elite on the ball defender. And you, you saw him uh, tonight. The reason, you know, why uh, uh, that Lillard struggled or, uh, yeah, was because Westbrook 
you know, checked him. And the reason why McCollum had a good game is because Harden checked him. That explains that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, something to keep an eye out. You know, when Westbrook's defending your guy as far as, you know, uh, games coming up, set lineups and in DFS and stuff. But uh, just wanted to mention that because it's a big improvement from last year. And he happened to throw a triple-double on the board to boot. So great great segue into the Rockets coach and you know I got to watch a lot of this game you could tell Westbrook was fired up for this one uh you know when the Thunder got knocked out of the playoffs last year by the by the Trailblazers a lot of people in the media were ragging on the Thunder a lot of people saying you know Lillard was responsible for not only knocking them out but kind of breaking up the Thunder with Paul George so I think Westbrook was really uh had yeah. almost like it felt almost like a revenge game for Westbrook. He and his, dominated Lillard. Yeah, he really and, did. I mean, he was very aggressive in this one. When he would get the ball, he was just um, streaking to that rim, and uh, he he was he looked. Uh, very motivated for this one. As you said, Coach, triple-double, 28 points, two steals, one block, 10 assists, 13 rebounds. Um, NBA TV posted something during this game that Westbrook is number two overall, um, all time for triple-doubles ahead of Magic Johnson, uh, just yeah. behind, I believe, Wilt Chamberlain. So Oscar Robertson. Yeah, pretty pretty fantastic. Um yeah, yep. oh yeah, I'm sorry, Oscar Robertson, not Will Chamberlain. Um yep. yep. Um so anyways, Westbrook looked good. Shooting nine of twenty six tonight, but you know he's prone to some bad shooting. Gave you three threes, seven of nine from the line. Um you're still really happy with that. And coach, I mean, every time we're on we talk about the how amazing James Harden is and just doing it again. Thirty six points, a steal, a block five assists, six rebounds, five threes on 11 of 19 shooting from the field, um, nine of 10 from the line. Um, You know, in that hoop ball staff league, I had the number one pick. I went Anthony Davis. If I could go back in time, I think Mm. I would go back and take James Harden. Um, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Clint Capella, 2020. Hello. 22 points with 20 boards and four blocks. Woo, what a game from for Coming Clint Capella. Coming off a couple games out, too. Yeah. That's what's amazing. Looking good, man. Um, outstanding. And, you know, after a somewhat slow start, he looks like he's ready to roll. Coach, I thought about this today, and it made me chuckle. I have Daniel House in a bunch of leagues, and I have been missing this guy. And, you know, it made me think only in fantasy basketball – could you be super excited to get Daniel House back? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like only fantasy basketball uh, manager players know, know, like have that feeling of being ex- so excited to get Daniel House back and didn't disappoint. Crazy. You know, never going to pop off the page with big scoring lines, but I will take this night. I mean, this line any day of the week, 11 points, three steals, four assists with six boards, Three threes on four of nine shooting. I'll take that. Um, pretty Solid. good game. Tucker can do this as well. Um, he had 13 points, one block, one assist, two rebounds. Um, three of four from downtown, five of seven. So a decent line from him. A nice nine-category uh, line from him. Off the bench, not too much to talk about. Don't really trust, you know, with with the starters doing all the heavy lifting here, not much off the bench. Coach, what are your thoughts on the Rockets? 
I mean, you know, if you have Harden or Westbrook, you just ride them in in the sunset. And Capella as well. Capella's awesome. I think uh, the the waiver wire darling the last week of Ben Macklemore, I think, was a big bust for those guys that picked him up. Uh, not that I blame them, but, yeah, I don't know how much Ben Macklemore is going to maintain value. Just, you know, he's just not that good, really, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, one of eight today for two points at 26 minutes. And he had been starting there for a while when House and Capella and everybody were out. But somebody may want to, you know, let back go again. I'm not sure how much value he's going to maintain. But, uh, you know, uh, same old, same old with Houston. I mean, you just, you know, if you could fill in a few of those complimentary guys like House or Tucker, that's fine. But, you know, you're going to have your main horses there. Just continue to crush it. They're gonna, they're tough. They're a good team. They look really good. Okay, let's keep it going here. Next game up, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Chicago Bulls. The Bucks getting the victory 115-101. to 101. Not, I guess not much of a surprise. Bucks, one of the powerhouses of the East against the Bulls, one of the worst teams in the East. So I guess let's start with Giannis Antetokounmpo. 33 points with 10 rebounds, 3 steals, 1 block, 2 assists. Even gave you 2 threes tonight, which is not a strong suit from him. 13-22 shooting. You know, if I had to complain about anything, Coach, I'm more of a a glass-half-full type guy, so I'll never complain about Giannis. But if I got a nitpick... Um, five of twelve from the line, so hurt you from the line, and then Ooh. eight, and then he had eight turnovers tonight. So wow. pr- prone to do that um, at times. Coach, interesting fact: I found out earlier this year. I mean, earlier this year, earlier last week, Giannis has a younger brother named Alex Antetokounmpo, and people yeah. think that he has the potential to be just as good or even better than Giannis. I thought that was – I mean, how many yeah. Antetokounmpo's are there? <laughs> There's four of them, and and this younger one – the other two are not very good, but the, the younger one is supposed to be the closest to Giannis as wow. far as potential. Yeah, my – my son's been talking about him for a long time. He follows him on Instagram and all that stuff. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that kid, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how he develops. And, and uh, but, yeah, I've heard good things about him. Yeah, Giannis, you know, Giannis is a stud. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, the three-point shooting, two for six again tonight, he just is not a good three-point shooter. And, you know, I odd to see him struggle so much at the line. Certainly no excuse for all the turnovers, though. That That's something that would, would bother me, too, but, uh, you know, because he doesn't handle the ball quite enough for, for that. But, uh, you know, it was uh, – they're just a good team. They're deep. They've got so many guys. Like, look at George Hill tonight coming off the bench for 18 points. He's such a, a pro, you know, and Corver. And they just have all the pieces of a, a really deep – season team that you know is is probably the team to beat in the east there's i mean it's just that simple i mean i know i i'm a big philly guy and toronto's still the champs and boston's playing great ball but you know i still think that the east may go through milwaukee to to get to the championship 
Yeah, and you know this team's missing one of their main pieces, Middleton, right now. Yeah, who yeah. is gonna still be out for probably a few weeks, I think. Uh, Brooke Lopez played fantastic in this one: nineteen points, ten boards, five blocks, two steals, seven, seven defensive stats from uh, Brolo. That's outstanding. Um, I love too that he's he shoots it well from the line, eight of nine from the line. So great game from him. Bledsoe was a little underwhelming this one, just eight points, only shot two of eleven, one steal, one block, five assists, six rebounds. Um, an interesting guy, DiVincenzo, fifteen points, three steals, four assists. Four rebounds, three threes on five of nine shooting. I was kind of curious if this guy could emerge with Middleton going down, and maybe it's finally happening. I'm going to keep an eye on him. And see. I was shocked. I did yeah. not think DiVincenzo was going to be the winner when Middleton went down. I figured they'd slide in, you know, either Hill or Ilyasova or somebody like that mm-hmm. or Connaughton. But no, it's, it seems like, uh, you know, he might be worth a pickup. Really, to be honest with you, I think I'd, I'm going to have to go uh, look around for him as well because until Middleton come back, comes back, he's he's getting you know about 30 minutes a game. I'm going to do the same thing, Coach. I think the moment this show ends, I might check out a couple leagues and see if he's there. And I love that he's he's a thief got three steals here tonight and and can give you threes had three threes tonight so that's some upside right there so yeah definitely check out and see if he's there and then coach other than that you already mentioned hill who who had a nice game and um could be worth uh play in some deeper leagues wes matthews was good earlier in the last week but didn't have it going at all here tonight didn't even shoot in 17 minutes yeah um any closing thoughts shout out to to robin lopez Uh uh-huh he hit he hit a three (laughs) just to just to try to chase his brother a little bit he did hit a three that's a guy i never thought i'd see hit a three to be honest with you yeah but he has been shooting threes now all of a sudden pretty amazing pretty amazing how guys like brooke lopez and mark Gasol added that three-point shot yeah. to their game. Earlier in their careers were not great three-point shooters. And, well, they never even and, took them. They, there's a great stat out there you got to look up. It's like uh, Mark Gasol in a 10-game stretch took more threes than he had taken his first eight years in the league. Jeez. Wow. That goes to show you how crazy things have gotten. So wow. there you go. Yeah. Let, let's jump over to the Chicago side of this one. I'll keep this one a little short because, Coach, we the theme of this night has been some ugly teams, and I think we got to put the Bulls in, in that category. Man, um, only one starter scoring in double figures. That was uh, Levine, who had 11 points, four assists, and eight rebounds. You know, Wendell Carter and Laurie Markkinen has been they've been pretty underwhelming. Laurie only shooting two of twelve for nine points, eight boards. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this team. Um, Saturday, but I got to yeah. ask you this before you get to it, though. Uh-huh. Do you remember when you were putting my lineups in yep. when I was in Vegas at the summer league? I know what you're going to talk was my, about. My center that I used every day. You're going to say you're going to say Daniel Gafford. Bingo! You got it. <laughs> and, he finally got a chance to play. Yeah, and coach, why is this? Because, um, wh- like, why all? I, I'm curious. Carter because... got in foul trouble. Real okay, quick. okay. Oh yes, and, yes, yes, yes. So, I see it. So they finally let him in, and I've been just, you know, I love this guy. He's a rookie. 
and he he just crushed it for me in preseason in the summer league and he just never ever gets in and uh 20 minutes dude 10 for 12 from the field 21 points five rebounds and an assist and two blocks no turnovers looked like a pro i mean this kid needs to play yeah uh 10 of 12 shooting that is spectacular so uh t- and then the two blocks is nice you know we know the bulls are going to be bad maybe uh they're four at 10 right now i think it's just going to get worse for them so maybe they can get him some more run as the season goes on and if you can uh, stash be- daniel gafford on your bench especially even if, i mean he's available in almost every league uh if you can grab him you know, he's not going to impact your squad immediately, but as you just alluded to, they're so bad, they're going to start letting these younger guys play more. Mm-hmm. And, he, I mean, he can put up stats. And, you know, if you can get him in a dynasty league especially, I think he he has potential to be a, a guy that's going to get a lot of minutes in this league. And Wendell Carter is also a guy that can, you know, pivot four or five. So it's not like, you know, there's not a spot for Gafford. Uh because I'll tell you what, the guy that I think stinks, and I, I'm sorry if you guys out there took him because they loved him, is Laurie Markin. Mm. Man, every game I just, you know, two for 12 again, just, I just don't see it. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he is slumped. Yeah, I had much higher expectations for Laurie. I thought I thought at the very least he'd be a good scorer, a good rebounder, but yeah, it is definitely not happening for him. Um all right, let's let's move on from the Bulls. That's uh too much Bulls Thanks talk. Don't let me get excited about that. <laughs> hey, I, I I like that kid, man. I I hope you're right. I hope he gets more more uh minutes. And you know what, coach? The two guys in front of him, Laurie Market and Wendell Carter, these are guys that have had um, some injury history. So yeah, I kind of like it when a guy has two handcuffs where, like, either one of those guys goes down. It could open up some big minutes for Gafford. So yeah. um, I-, I like that take. All right, next game up, the San Antonio Spurs and the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks getting the victory 117-110. to Going to take a look at the San Antonio side of this game first. Coach, I think it may have been the last show where we talked about how much we disliked the Spurs for fantasy. Uh, Tonight was actually okay, though. DeRozan had 36 points, four assists, and eight rebounds. He doesn't shoot any threes, but a perfect 8-8 from the line, 14-20 from the field. So, so, So that's some nice, efficient shooting. Aldridge came alive in this one, 16 points, one block, two assists, nine rebounds on 7 of 14 shooting. You know, the wing guard position is a mess here. It's a different guy each night. Tonight it was Forbes. 13 points, two rebounds, one steal, three threes on four of nine shooting. Uh, DeJounte Murray has been real up and down. Tonight was down. Only four of 11 shooting for eight points. No defensive stats. Three assists, five rebounds. Uh, Trey Lyles, we we don't... trust and the bench is pretty ugly as well coach uh yeah. so uh any thoughts on the san antonio spurs no i mean you know we we've <laughs> talked about it a few weeks in a row they're just not that good i mean if you have DeRozan or aldridge they're okay and you got to keep plugging them in there DeRozan did have a very exceptional night tonight but after those two guys i would not waste a second or a roster spot on any of these other guys yep okay let's jump over to the Mavericks side of the game and you know I gotta start with Luka Doncic man 
Coach, ridiculous. 42-point triple-double tonight. Um, yeah. This is this is just unbelievable, Coach. 42 points, 12 assists, 11 rebounds, 14 of 27 from the field, a 9 of 13 from the line, five threes tonight, took 13 of them. I mean, he's getting like James Harden type of usage he, over he here. Is. It is yeah. crazy. And you guys, if you drafted Luka Doncic, who the last time I checked, which was just a couple days ago, was like returning first round value, congratulations if you have Luka Doncic on your fantasy team. It must be a lot of fun. Um, well, my, my dynasty team, the name of my dynasty team is Luca FC, which <laughs> nice. stands for Fighting Champions. Uh, and I have Luca, you know, I have Luca. So it's like, uh, and I, I want you to know, I, I decided, because I flip around and watch a million games, and I decided that when the, the, the game tipped, I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down and watch a full game for a change. I'm not even going to flip on the commercials because what I always do is flip on the commercials and you're watching another game and you get caught up in it. it. Yeah. yeah. So (laughs) I I watched all 42 points, 12 assists, 11 rebounds. I mean, he's spectacular. He is so much fun to watch. So smart, right? Like his, like it's, it's real clear. 20 years old though. 20. It's, it's just unbelievable. Okay. Um, Porzingis with a double-double, 18 points, 10 rebounds. A little disappointing not to see any defensive stats, but gave you four threes, and he's going to be just fine. Uh, You know, the interesting thing in this game, I think, Coach, DeLon Wright coming off the bench, Seth Curry getting the start. He's an interesting guy now. Didn't really have it going in this one. Seven points, four assists, one three. But if he's going to continue to start in some of those deep leagues I was talking about earlier, I think he's an interesting guy. And another guy who popped off the page tonight is Finney Smith with 22 points, a steal, a block, three assists, five rebounds, three threes on eight of ten shooting from the field. This is an outstanding game from him keep an eye on him now he is also prone to have some underwhelming games but um, yeah this yeah. was his career best by oh, a wow. mile but uh it, yeah he he had 16 was his career high until tonight and you know what he's good and he's not a bad you know he's probably your third best option on this team if mm-hmm. you have to roster a guy because he's always going to get like 30 minutes because he's such a great defender mm-hmm. but I'm just telling you right now I'm a Mavs fan and if you have Luke or Chris Stapps, awesome but don't <laughs> waste your time with yeah. Dwight Powell, Seth Curry Maxi Kleba, DeLon, DeLon Wright, Tim Hardaway Jr. Jalen Brutson, Justin Jackson, J.J. Barea all those guys are going to play 15 20 minutes and not be worth their weight i'm just telling you yeah i you know i agree i'm really happy first of all that you gave that take because it could just be a different guy when you when you once you get past luca and uh porzingis you know it it could be powell tomorrow that's the guy that has the 20 or all over the place kleba or you know bobon they didn't even play bobon at night but i mean just it just depends you know it's there's and, and it's not that they're not a good team but not fun for us in fantasy beyond the first two guys although smith deserves to be mm-hmm. on rosters because he's he's gonna get those minutes and he's an athlete so yeah. yeah all right let's jump to the next game man what a busy night of nba action a lot great, of game. great stuff um 
the next game up, I got the Celtics and the Phoenix Suns. And the Phoenix Suns have been a pleasant surprise. I think we talked about it on the last show, Coach. Mm-hmm. Monty Williams is my vote so far at this early point of the season for Coach of the Year. 7-4 of four record for the Suns. They've been really good. Uh, played the Celtics great. They lost tonight, but gave the Celtics a good fight. 99-85. Uh, I'm going to jump in on the uh, Celtics side of this game first. I'll start with Kemba Walker, who's been pretty good 19 points five assists two rebounds uh one three on nine and 19 shooting actually tonight was a little underwhelming just because we're used to seeing some big lines from him um mm-hmm. i should mention this i saw this earlier i'm pulling this up i believe marcus smart left this game uh will not return sprained ankle in yeah the fourth, I, so. I saw him happen mm-hmm. i saw it happen and it looked like it was, I mean, he wasn't putting a whole lot of weight on it, so definitely keep an eye on that because so it did not look really good. Likely going to miss some games. Usually, when a guy yeah. needs help, um, you know, he's going to miss at least a few games. Now yeah. he he was having a good game. Seventeen points, a block, two steals, four assists, um, three threes, and uh, coach. I think the interesting guy is uh their rookie Edwards now yeah. only had only played 11 minutes but had a couple had a good game last week so I'm going to keep an eye on that situation and see who gets the minutes if Smart's going to miss well, time Well I I think I know who it's going to be and this is the who coach's special of the night and this is who I recommend if you need uh somebody to you know just uh throw in your lineup for the next week if Mar- Smart misses probably 3 4 games Brad Wanamaker. Mm. Brad Wanamaker is a terrific defender. Stevens likes him a lot. And he he's just see he's a good player. Tonight oh. he, he grabbed 29 minutes. And that's what Smart didn't get hurt till the end of the game. So he didn't even soak up any of Smart's minutes, which he will. And he was very efficient. Four for nine from the field, two threes, six assists. Three steals because he's a hell of a defender. Brad Wanamaker is the coach's special tonight. Grab him, use him a little bit, and, and if if it doesn't work out when Smart comes back, fine. But I'm telling you, the kid is a nice ball player, and he's going to get 25 to 32, 33 minutes with Smart out. Coach, thank you for that. I I just jotted that down on my notebook, and I love as you mentioned, got 30 minutes tonight, even before Smart got hurt or with Smart playing. So if anything, this is just going to guarantee some good minutes for him. So love, I love that take. Um, uh, let's see, where else were we? Jalen Brown, 14 points, three assists, nine rebounds for Jalen Brown, one steal. Um, pretty good game for him. He's been pretty good ever since Gordon Hayward got hurt. Um, co- yep. And then um, let's see who else. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people like. Oh, you know what? I should mention Jason Tatum. Twenty-six points, eleven rebounds. He's just been rock solid. Um, just keep him locked and loaded. He's doing what he does. Um, you know, a lot of people love Robert Williams, Time Lord, aka Time Lord. Um, zero points. You know, did have some defensive stats here uh, with the two steals and block, but he, uh, just with the minutes. Um, I don't know. And, you know, Cancer's only getting five minutes right now. I'm curious if that's going to eventually ramp up as well. Coach, any yeah. thoughts, closing thoughts on the Boston Celtics here? 
I mean, they're a damn good team, and they play tremendous defense. I mean, look, they held Phoenix, who's been scoring a lot, to 85 points. So they're they're tough, man. They are good. You can count on their main guys and, uh, you know, uh, really keep a close eye on Wanamaker and Carson Edwards and some of these bench guys as their role increases. Let's jump over on the Phoenix side of this game. Devin Booker is uh, the main man here on the Suns. 20 points, um, 4 assists, 2 threes on 7 of 13 shooting. He was 4 from the line. Kelly Oubre with 15 points, a steal, a block, 1 assist, 6 rebounds, 1-3 on 5 of 13 shooting. Um, You know, Sarek only had 9 points, did have 10 rebounds, 2 steals, Two threes, so that's kind of nice. Baines has been playing really well, but had a rough one here. Only nine, terrible yeah, game. Only nine yeah. You know, I I think the Celtics uh, was a tough matchup here for Phoenix because some of these guys who've been playing really well, like Baines, looks like they struggled here tonight. Uh, you know, yeah. not too much to talk about on the bench. No one that I would trust off this bench. Kaminsky every once in a while has a good game, but I wouldn't trust him or really anyone else. Any thoughts on the Suns, coach? No, I mean, you know, Booker and, and their main guys, uh, you know, are, are, are going to be consistent for them. But, uh, you know, Ruby, without Rubio playing tonight, that crushed them. I mean, they had no chance. So uh, hopefully he's back here soon for them. All right, let's jump into uh, the final game that we're going to have here with Coach. There's still one more game going on, the Clippers and the Thunder, but I think we're probably going to lose you because that – that one's going to not be done by the time we're uh, through with the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Utah Jazz. The Timberwolves yeah. getting the victory 112-102. to I thought this was going to be an interesting game because the Jazz are a really good team. The Timberwolves have been playing well lately. Uh, let's take a look at the Minnesota side first. And I guess we'll start with Jeff Teague. you got to be pretty excited that he's back if, if you got him on your roster and looked nice tonight. 21 points, 11 assists four rebounds uh let's hope he can stay healthy because should be a solid option at point guard for this team one three on seven of 18 shooting from the field with six and seven from the line carl anthony towns 29 points two steals two blocks five assists with 13 boards seven of 15 from downtown that's wow. nice from your center to uh take 15 threes huh coach um 11 of 23 from the field from him Robert Covington, nice to see him have a good one. 15 points with two steals, a block, eight assist, um, eight rebounds, one assist, two threes. That's like a Bob Cove type of line right there. Five of ten yeah. from the the field, three of three from the line. Uh, Graham got the start, but put up a goose egg. Zero points, fouled out actually in 25 minutes. Layman had hmm. a really nice game in this one. And, you know, I think he actually – let me pull this up. I think he actually left this game. Yep. Didn't uh, yeah. left the game with foot soreness, did not return. So, um, yeah, it was uh, an, an interesting for it. It's an interesting situation. Let's see what happens. Cause you know, Graham's a little underwhelming and layman. So I'm kind of curious who could step up here for the Minnesota. Jared Culver. I like that. take. I like that. Take. The, the best opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, And then, you know, not too much else to talk about on the bench. Okoji's interesting. Culver, who you mentioned, the guy who just, you know, I'm really hoping they unleash Culver um, at some point this year. And uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think of the Timberwolves, coach? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, Teague and Cat are just so awesome on, on a regular basis, and, and Rocco gets it done. After that, you know, uh, they're pretty thin. I'm surprised they're winning. I'm, I'm surprised they went into Utah and won. Uh, you know, they're they're overperforming uh, expectations for sure. So they've he's done a nice job there. Uh, good story there. You know, Flip Saunders passed away, and then his son – took over the team and and uh, seems like uh, he's really finding his way he's young coach in his third late 30s and getting it done so it's good to see but uh, really you know I think put a circle around Culver especially with the layman injury tonight because he was a high pick for them I think sixth overall and I think they're going to give him an opportunity he is a, a talented kid and just needs to uh, to, to get the minutes all right, let's look over on the Utah Jazz side of this game. I'll start with uh, Rudy Gobert. You know, some nice centers having some big double doubles here tonight, and Rudy Gobert um, stepping up as well. 16 points, 14 rebounds, one steal, one block on five of eight shooting, six of seven from the line. Mike Conley, after that rough start, coach, he's really been coming around. Uh, 15 yeah. points with six assists, six rebounds. Kind of surprised we didn't get any steals from him. One three on six of 15, uh, on six of 15 shooting from the field, two three from the line. Donovan Mitchell with 17 points, two assists, seven rebounds, two threes, Ooh, five of 23 shooting from the field. That's not great, but um, no. he's he's been okay this year though. So uh, of course, hang hang tight with him. Bogdanovich with 18 points, two assists, six rebounds, three threes on seven of 17 yeah. shooting. It's pretty good. Um, I'm a big Bogdanovich yeah, fan. He's, I, I like He him. fits in really well with this team, doesn't he? It's like uh, yeah. he's just a great guy to have on the wing there. Uh, you know, Joe Ingles, it's, it's nice to see Ingles and Bogdanovich uh, have good games in the same the same night 12 points for him five assists with eight rebounds three threes on four of 12 shooting you know even though he's coming off of the bench had 34 minutes so uh, it's a good game from him other than that not really too much else here what do you think of the jazz yeah i mean they're not a real deep team they you know if you have their main guys they get a lot a lot of minutes you know conley mitchell bogdanovich those guys are all studs and and you know o'neill and and ingles have been getting big minutes too so Certainly serviceable guys. It's just they're never going to light up the box score. I mean, their score uh, games uh, are usually low scoring. They're the, the 29th pace team, and uh, they're the third best defensive team. So, you know, you, you certainly don't want to count on a couple of these guys to be your main guys, but uh, definitely a few of them can help out and uh, fill out your roster, no doubt. Nice. Coach, that about does it, man. A big night of NBA fantasy action. Um, where where can listeners find you at? Anything you're working on? Anything you want to mention here? Uh, just, you know, tune in every day. We're seven days a week. Uh, NBA DFS Today. You can search us everywhere podcasts are found. Uh, just look up DFS Today or NBA DFS Today, and we're going to come up. Um, you know, we we have a great team. We added a couple more guys to the mix to make sure we, we got everything covered and we're fresh all seven days a week. So uh, that's great. So look us up there. And I'm uh, on Twitter at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And make sure to go to hoop-ball.com. Uh, 
every day and go to the forum, click on the DFS thread. That's the daily fantasy uh, sports games that we're, we have our seven day a week show on. And you can follow on there updates constantly with player news, uh, injury, scratches, all that kind of stuff. So good stuff, man. Awesome. Coach, again, what a pleasure it was to talk to you, man. Another great night. Thank you so much. And thank you, listeners. You guys, I will be right back with the uh, results from that Oklahoma City Thunder L.A. Clipper game. Okay, you guys, I'm back for the final game of the evening. The Clippers taking on the Thunder. Let's check into this one. Let's see how it went down. This one was a very close game, a low-scoring game. Um, the Clippers edging out the Thunder to win 90-88. to Let's take a look at the box score. Let's check over on the Thunder side of this game. Uh, I'm going to start with Chris Paul. 22 points with 4 steals, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 threes on 5 of 10 shooting. Uh, was a 10 of 11 from the line. And, uh, you know, after a somewhat slow start, Chris Paul has definitely started to come around. Um, Gallinari had a good game here. 14 points with two assists, five boards, two threes. Um, didn't shoot too great. Was only three of 13 from the field, but a perfect six of six from the line. Shea Gillis Alexander with 11 points. And, you know, this one's a little disappointing because one steal, zero assists, and one rebound. It's kind of crazy to think that he got zero assists in 31 minutes of action. Um, shot four of 10 from the field, two of two from the line. Steven Adams has been really disappointing, I think, this season, dealing with some um, dealing with some injuries earlier in the year and um, hasn't really gotten going yet. Um, nine points, you know, did have 10 rebounds, six assists, two steals, um, and hopefully he can start rolling here soon. Dennis Schroeder is a guy who could be viable off the bench, you know, even though he's not starting, um, can have some nice lines and is still getting some nice minutes, even though he's coming off the bench. Played 29 minutes tonight, had 12 points, um, one block, two assists, four rebounds on six to 17 shooting. Uh, Nerland's Noel, you know, even though the scoring wasn't there, was only one of two in 21 minutes. I love what he did everywhere else with three blocks, two steals, three assists, eight boards, and he was five of six from the line. So other than that, not really much that you want to, um, that you want to play as far as fantasy goes. Let's check over on the uh, on the Clippers side. Uh, Paul George was coming into this game red hot. It was just the two games prior to this, he was just on fire. I was actually at the Clipper game on Saturday night against the Hawks, and um, he was just shooting the lights out from downtown and from from outside. Um, so he's been really good. Now tonight. Only scored 18 points on 7 of 14 shooting. Also had 7 turnovers, which is a little rough. Uh, 4 assists, 7 boards, 3 threes. But um, he's going to be just fine. He looks locked and loaded for the season. Looks he looks really good. 9 points for Beverly. 3 steals, 4 rebounds. 3 threes um, on 3 of 7 shooting. Um, nice to see him back. Um, Zubak actually had a pretty good game in just 20 minutes. He had 12 points and 10 rebounds. 
and um, let's see who else. Um, off the bench, man, Montrez Harrell, 28 points, a block, a steal, five assists, 12 boards, 13 of 20 from the field, two of four from the line. He was the best clipper tonight, and he is a solid fantasy option. Uh, Lou Williams has been really good tonight. Didn't really have it going, only five of 12 from the field for 11 points, nine assists. So, uh, Kawhi Leonard missing, I believe, his third game in a row. This is a little concerning. It's clear he's dealing with more than just load management. Um, could be an injury, um, likely that knee. So, uh, fingers crossed that, um, you know, from what we're hearing, it's nothing major and it's minor. So, we hope to... He gets back in the lineup soon. Uh, Can't wait to see what he looks like next to Paul George. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, All right, you guys. That's it for the night. It was a really fun nine-game slate. Thanks again to Coach for joining me earlier. Always have a great time talking to Coach. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. Hit uh, Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Would love to hear from you. And uh, thank you guys again, and I'll see you next week. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.